is the Toddcast, a podcast that I, a guy named Todd, record while I drive to or from work, talking about a variety of things. There are no scripts, no show notes, just me chatting while I commute, so you can sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello, and welcome to the Toddcast. Um, hopefully this morning, I come to you sounding more clearer than normal and with much less road noise brought to you by the nifty headset that I got off of Amazon uh, trucker headset it's called even though I've not driven anything that can remotely be construed as a truck in quite some time eh, eh, I take that back uh, during the basement debacle I did rent a uh, a U-Haul for a day which is kind of truck like um, but I'm already way off topic, um, which at 45 seconds in is got to be some sort of record for me. Um, not that I'm trying, but hey, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, um, recorded one the other day and was listening to it back in headphones before I dropped it and dear God, the road noise was god awful and it just, yeah, this is, this is, this is too much. Um, I get that it's my shtick that I record these while I'm driving and that's all well and groovy and frankly the only way that I can record these due to time constraints, but, you know, whereas, you know, there's maybe a certain amount of road noise to be expected or what have you, you need to be able to hear me. So, um, threw down the monies and, and got the thing and did a little test run the other day. I think it sounds a lot better. Hopefully you, you, you feel uh, the same. So not going to spend the whole podcast talking about, uh, the audio quality because that's just maybe a little too meta for, for what I prefer. Um, so instead we will respond to a, a listener query from, uh, Eduardo, um, who asks, uh, you know, do I have any pets? Um, and, or can you talk about pets that you've had? And as a bonus, you know, if you could have any pet, uh, what would that be? Um, so challenge accepted. Uh, we will, we will make this commute, um, last that long, uh, hopefully. And it occurs to me, uh, that that challenge might be exacerbated because I'm suddenly realized that I'm on the road I normally take to work, which is in fact the wrong way to go this time. Um, I can't remember if I've talked about this or not on the Toddcast, but uh, Columbus likes to do this thing where just about any given road is under construction all the time, year round, in perpetuity. Um, which normally is just kind of annoying and not, you know, a deal breaker type situation. Uh, it doesn't normally completely screw up, you know, what I'm trying to accomplish vehicularly. Um, as of late, however, um, you know, if I were slightly more paranoid, I'd think that they were out to get me. Um, because the road that I take to get to work is got a chunk of construction that for the last few weeks has been sort of, oh, this is going to narrow down to a single lane and the traffic, you know, pattern changes and it's a little awkward and weird and okay, fine. Um, starting yesterday, I want to say, the, the the whole road to that I take to get to where I'm going is just flat out gone. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's not in service, so I got to change routes. Um, the way that I normally come home. Same situation. They've been mucking around with that traffic pattern, um, and starting on Monday, um, it's no longer accessible at all. Um, and mind you, this is not the same road we're talking about. Um, these 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 roads are like you know 20, 30 minutes away from each other. It just happens to be, you know, my entry and exit routes. Um, <laughs> so. Point being, I was on, on the wrong road, and I just had to, you know, find a place to turn around to get to go a different route, um, which is kind of inherently longer. So, um, 
there you go, Eduardo. Um, bonus content for you, my friend. Um, and I will try now to stop um, talking about other things and get to the point. So pets. Um, do I have any pets? Um, I would say that uh, as of this moment, I, I do and do not have pets. Um, there are two cats that, that live in the house. Um, I don't know to what degree I would claim them. Um, they were, were cats that uh, Abby and the girls had prior to my coming onto the scene. So they sort of predate me. Um, which makes them not really mine, per se. Um, but at the same time, you know, we do all share a house. And, you know, I am, in, by degrees, somewhat responsible for them. Um, they're essentially Lily's cats. And she is supposed to be the one that, you know feeds them and gives them water and takes care of their cat box and, you know, cleans up any hairballs, etc. that they might leave about. Um, which probably goes about as well as one would expect for a 16-year-old who has just so many more important and exciting things to do in her life. Um, which is to say that, you know, there's a fair bit of the time that Abby ends up picking up the, uh, the slack on that one. Uh, and on occasion... Uh, so do I, um, but they do live in the house. So they, you know, they are, they are, they are pets in my home. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, how much claim I lay to them, which is to say none, if I can get away with it. Um, which is not to say that I don't like cats in general. Um, I don't know nowadays if i would consider myself you know a cat person um because there is this concept of you know cat people and dog people um etc i don't know that i necessarily would call myself a cat person um because if the cats were to let's say leave the house when the youngster does um, when she, you know, comes of age and moves out on her own. And if she takes the cats with her, um, I don't know that I'm that super keen on, you know, getting replacement troops, um, immediately or at all, uh, which I feel like if you're a cat person, it's like, oh, I don't have any cats. I must get a cat, uh, which is not really my jam. Um, I would say probably if... It is a dogs versus cats conversation. Um, you know, if you're going to have a pet, would you rather have a cat or a dog? Um, ultimately, I think I would possibly prefer to have a dog, but it's a very specific kind of dog. Um, if it's, you know, you're going to get a dog, but we're picking what dog you get, or you can get a cat and we're going to pick what cat you get. In that situation, I would go with cats, because um, there, there, you know, there's pros and cons to each. Um, and I guess maybe I'll come back to that, and we'll 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 go further afield into the into the you know, what does Todd think about dogs situation? Um, dogs are great as a concept. Um, they're great animals. They're 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 friendly. You know. Whereas dogs are, you know, loving and caring and, and, you know, you can train them to do things. Um, and they're, you know, like I said, they're, they're, they're little buddies mostly, uh, has been my experience. Whereas cats are kind of like creatures that coexist with you that will occasionally be nice. Um, and other times don't want a thing to do with you. Uh, again, depending on circumstances that, that can, that can be a good thing or that can be a bad thing. Um, you know, um, that's, that's kind of their deal. Um, you know, there are points where it's nice that the cats just don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, you know, they'll, they're going to do their thing. They're, they're, they're fairly low maintenance, which is nice. Um, 
But, you know, if you're like, oh, you know, I would like a pet, I would like a, you know, fuzzy thing to, to rub on, um, you know, you can sometimes coerce them to hop into your lap and pet them and it's all, all fun and wonderful and, and great. Um, whereas my experience with dogs is, is, you know, yes, they're friendly and when you want to, you know, pal around and do something with them, they're right there. But also when you just want to do what it is that you're trying to do and not be bothered, they're still right there trying to pal around and, and, and do things, which can, you know, depending on your situation, your circumstances may or may not be a good thing. Um, like I said, I, I have a particular sort of, uh, taste in dogs doesn't sound quite right, but I think you, you, you can take my meaning in that, um, larger dogs are what I consider real dogs, <laughs> which sounds, uh, a little, little snooty and a little whatever, but it, it, it that that's 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 my view on it um you know i i don't besmirch uh or mean to belittle anyone who has you know itty bitty dogs um it's just not it's not a thing i'm into um if i could pick up your dog and throw it like a football um i'm not probably a fan of that kind of dog um they uh they run around, they get underfoot, they're, 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 uh, I don't know, yippy for, for <laughs> lack of a better word, where they're always, you know, uh, arf, 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 at you, you know, oftentimes disproportionate to the A, perceived threat, or B, any resemblance of their capacity to deal with perceived threat, um, which, which is humorous and, and, to me, like, you know, something that could, could fit, you know, potentially inside of a tea kettle, just absolutely going berserk, losing its mind, bouncing around, barking like mad, um, because there's, you know, a 250 pound, uh, stranger on, on your doorstep trying to, I don't know, sell you insurance or whatever, um, it's kind of hilarious because, you know, that, that person could punt that dog into orbit, um, but damn it, if that dog doesn't think he's some sort of badass and he's going to, you know, scare away this, this threat, you know, props for confidence, um, and for, you know, tenacity and, you know, doing your damnedest to, to defend your master, but you are just disconnected from reality, little dog. Um, and I don't know, that's just, that's just not a thing I'm into. Um, you know, if you're, if you're gonna, you know, raise hell um, at a perceived threat, uh, I feel like you should be able to back it up. Um, and, and the little dogs don't, don't deliver on that. Like I said, if you're, you've got a little dog or you're a fan of the little dogs, you know, props, I, I've got nothing against your little dogs. You know, I'm not saying we should, you know, round them up and exterminate or anything in, enjoy your little dogs. I am not interested in, you know, uh, owning one or, or having one as a little buddy, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, I, uh, for, uh, I don't know, probably a year or two, um, was fortunate enough to have some friends who took me in and, and let me live with them when I first got to Columbus. Um, and I am, you know, forever thankful for that. Uh, but at the same time, they had a, oh God, what, what ridiculous term schnoodle i think it was a schnauter poodle mix little tiny yippy dogs who screamed his damn full head off at anything and everything um despite being the absolute opposite of badass both in appearance and actual capacity um and they later got um what i think was also ridiculously referred to as a labradoodle the the labrador poodle combination uh, which was an, actually even a smaller, fluffier um, little ball of angst and barking at everything-ness. Um, and we more or less peacefully coexisted in the house, um, but not, 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 not a fan in general. Um, and again, nothing particularly against those specific dogs, but just not 
Like, dude, I'm just coming in the house. I live here. I've lived here all year. Why are you guys screaming and hollering and acting like, you know, I'm an axe-wielding murderer? Just just have some chill. Um, and, and the problem is, is that they, they have no chill and seem to lack the capacity to gather or harness chill in any capacity. Um, and that's been something of a consistent experience of mine with, with dogs that you could fit in the case you store your bowling ball in. Um, just that's, that seems to be how they're wired. And again, that's fine. It's just not, not my jam. Um, you know, um, when I was in Florida, we had a Great Dane, which is, you know, the pretty much the opposite end of the spectrum. Um, you know, he, he was giant. Um, if he stood up on his back legs, he could put his front paws on my shoulder and we could waltz if we wanted to and look each other right in the eye. Um, he was, he was a big mother, um, which was kind of nice. Um, you know, that, that to me is that that's a dog. Um, you know, when there was somebody creeping around trying to get into the backyard, he was barking and he was letting you know it. And you kind of knew from one look at him that you're going to want to get out of this yard. Um, and if not, he's got every bit of capacity to back up, um, you know, the bark that he's throwing your way. Um, which I personally, you know, can appreciate. Um, Rex was cool. Um, because even though he was giant, um, and could be loud and aggressive, for the most part, he was kind of a puppy at heart. Um, you know, he, he was actually quite friendly to anyone who knew him for, like, once he got to know you, he was very, you know, Danes do this thing where they, like, lean onto you. Like, you know, they'll get up next to you and you start to pet them and they'll just start to lean in on you. Like, that's what they do. Um, and he'll, he'd do that. Um, if you were sitting down, he would try to sit in your lap and not like little dogs will jump up and curl up into a ball into your lap. Like a cat would, like he would back up to you and his front paws are on the ground and he would, you know, lower his, 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 uh, rump into your lap. Like he was just sitting in your lap, um, front paws touching the ground. Like it was, it, it was, you know, it was cool. It was fun. It was great. Um, you know, we got along quite well. Um, and it was, you know, good, good stuff all told. Um, you know, I think that if I were to ever get another dog, uh, Great Dane's pretty up there on the list. Um, I had some friends when I was stationed in Gulfport um, that had Malamutes, uh, which are beautiful dogs, um, and also are of the larger, not going to get underfoot, able to, you know, contain chill if need be, yet, you know, able to, you know, provide an accurate and, and effective alarm and defense system uh, where needed. Um, I know Abby has seen those and is, is, is quite fan, quite fond of that look. Um, and I can get behind that. Um, some people in our house are somewhat dog crazy. Um, which is, is, is fine. I don't, you know, have a problem with that. The problem is, is, you know, our current living situation is not really sized appropriately to accommodate a, a, a dog. Um, other than tiny ankle biter dogs, which I'm not fond of, um, you know, at some point we, you know, circumstances will change and there will be, you know, um, either more house for, for a dog to live in or less other creatures in the house. Um, you know, I just don't see me, Abby. Uh, a teen person, uh, or two, um, two cats plus another creature working out well. Um, you know, so we're, we're going to stick a pin in the whole dog situation for now is, is the basic plan. Um, by mutual agreement and consent. Um, you know, sometimes I feel kind of badly like, Oh, I'm 
keeping Abby from getting a dog, but I, I think she also understands, you know, the, the situation that we're in. And while she might, you know, say, oh, I want a dog, I don't think she's likely to actually get a dog until the situation changes. Anywho, um, so that's so that's the, the extended current pet situation. Uh, the short version is, yep, there are two cats, um, but that wouldn't, you know, serve for very much a very long podcast um and just in case anyone's curious i am just now getting to the road that gets me to the highway that i take to work um because traffic is stupid because columbus likes to you know pave everything poorly every 30 seconds as opposed to just you know doing it right so it lasts a few years um so let's talk let's talk previous pets. Um, cause I feel like for most of my life, there's been pets at some point, uh, involved. Um, notable exception being, um, when I was living in barracks and or dorms, really. Um, when I was a young one, um, you know, to the point of where, you know, I don't have memories from prior to this type young one. Um, we had, we had a cat, it was a gray cat named Cloudy, um, that was a cat, um, when you're that young, you know, cats are fuzzy things that if you're lucky, you can, you know, pet the little fluffy, and hopefully all will go well, and you won't get, you know, clawed to shit, um, at least that was my experience with Cloudy, sometimes she, you know, it was, it was typical cat, you know, some, when she was in the mood, she'd let you come up and pet on her, um, if she wasn't in the mood, you, you'd best not be within claw range, uh, which again, can't say is I really falter, um, you know, particularly young humans don't necessarily grasp the, you need to be gentle with this. This is another living thing. And if you, you know, grab its tail or do stick your finger in its eye, it's, it's going to lash out at you with, with tooth and claw. Um, and I don't fault the cats on that one because they're just, you know, defending themselves from little terrors that uh, tiny humans can be. Uh, we got a cat named Cloudy, great cat named Cloudy. Uh, we had a a dog. It was a large to mid-sized breed. I could not tell you what breed it is. I'm not very good at dog breeds knowing what is what unless you've specifically told me or if it's very distinct. Um it was it was mid-size little furry little longer furry side uh of things um who was called Smokey. um we had him when we lived on the island and i don't know if when we moved out to the country if for whatever reason we couldn't bring him or if something had happened to him or what and i would have been like i don't know four so it kind of fell into the oh we have two dogs and a cat and all of a sudden oh we have a dog and a cat and i don't really know what happened to Smokey, to be perfectly honest with you um the other dog we had was winston who had some form of beagle about him i don't know that he was a beagle beagle or if he was like a mutt that had considerable portions of beagle going on. Uh, I remember there being some beagle component there. Um, a, because the way he looked, looked beagley. But in retrospect, I, I know that. And also um, uh, because uh, Snoopy of Peanuts fame, I believe, is supposed to be a beagle. And I remember when somebody said that, they said, oh, you know, it's just like Winston. And I'm like, Winston doesn't look like Snoopy. Um but it stuck out to me that that would be, uh, you know, the breed uh, for, or at least something of a breed for, for Winston. Uh, Winston was a good dog. He, he was, he was, you know, of the type that, oh, you're a, you know, four or five year old person. I will romp and play in the yard with you and, and fetch the ball when you throw it. And, you know, just to be generally cool. He was, he was a good dog. Um, we lived out in the country, um, which worked out well for him. Um. I used to have endless fun watching Winston chase Cloudy through the house. Uh, the whole cat dog dynamic, uh, you know, I, I grew up in the in the the time of you know 
the Saturday morning cartoons were, you know, your Tom and Jerry's and your 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 Looney Tunes and stuff, uh, which often featured, you know, the the dog chasing the cat situation, and um, doggone it if Winston and, and Cloudy didn't re- relive that all the time. Um, they would tear through the house. Um, God help you if you were somewhere in or near their path. They would just bull right through you. Um, but good times, good times. Um, living in the country as we did, I feel like Winston got off his chain or got loose at one point and um, unfortunately made his way uh, onto Route 250. Um in a most unpleasant fashion, and then we were down to just having uh, a cat, and we'll we'll leave that uh, as it is. Um, not <clears throat> not related in any way, but I feel like the timing somehow correlates. Um, my uncle um, had a pet store, or started a pet store, uh, opened a pet store. Um, of the, you know, lots of birds, lots of fish, you know, miscellaneous other creatures, like not, not, not cats and dogs, other, other pets. Um, and so that was cool. And that sort of entered the, um, the era of the aquarium, let's say, um, (laughs) um, Started off with goldfish, um, you know, the the typical bowl and, you know, goldfish for each of the kids um, situation, which um, worked out well. I mean, they were goldfish. They, they last as long as goldfish can reasonably be expected to, let's be honest. Um, Side note, my sister's goldfish, um, my older sister Dawn's goldfish, um, you know, graduated from the bowl to an aquarium to a larger aquarium. Because if you are a person who, again, this is my experience. This is not, you know, law by any stretch. But if you are a person who um, likes fish and aquariums and, and, you know, maintaining... um, that sort of a thing. Um, there seems to be a progression. Um, there, my experience is that there, there are, you know, three kinds of people in the world. Um, those that have no interest in maintaining a fish tank of any sort and never get any sort of fish. That's type one. Um, <clears throat> type two would be the people that are like, huh, you know, I'd like to, I, I, aquarium seems cool. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. I'll, I'll get, you know, an aquarium and get some fish and try it out and it's okay. And, you know, they're not necessarily regretting their decision per se, but if slash when all of those fish die out, they're, they're, they're going to, you know, be done with the aquarium thing. Yeah, it was fun to try, but eh, not really my jam. And then there's the third class of people that, oh, I'm going to check out, you know, I'm going to get an aquarium. And then, mm, yeah, five gallons. It's just, it, I can't get enough fish in there. I, I, I'm going to get a 10. Mm, yeah, the 10's starting to get a little crowded. I think I need to need a 25. Um, you know, and more often than not, the the, the previous five and 10-gallon aquariums, you know, aren't, aren't replaced with the 25-gallon you know, deal and, and discarded. No, 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 no. They are put into use, and you are now a three-aquarium house. Um and so on and so forth um, until you've got, you know, quite the impressive array of aquariums of various sizes. Uh, you know, some are freshwater, some are saltwater. Uh, you know, you've got different tanks for different things. Um, which I can understand and appreciate and get behind. Um, being something of a collector myself of various things, I can absolutely see how that could happen. Um and, you know, there, there's, there's a degree by which that happened when I was growing up, um, which I, I assume can only be, you know, exacerbated by the fact that, you know, dad's brother owned a pet store um, and sort of, you know, enabled that sort of, you know, fish addiction or fish addiction, perhaps you might call it. I wouldn't. I'm embarrassed that I said that out loud and I'm sorry that you had to hear it. Um, but... Uh, 
eventually, anyway, eventually her goldfish got to, you know, because goldfish kind of stay to whatever size you let them, whatever their container is. Um, I mean, they're basically carp. Um, and those suckers will just, if you feed them and give them enough space to grow in, they will do so. And I want to say Dawn's goldfish eventually grew to be like, it seemed like it was giant, but I was a small person. I think realistically, it was probably at least nine inches long and probably closer to a foot, if not more. Um, to the point where it's like, yeah, we can't have a 25-gallon aquarium that only has a goldfish in it. Because um, for those who might not, you know, be as... Uh, well-versed in, you know, aquaria, there's, <clears throat> I mean, I think everyone's pretty, should be fair, fairly clear that, you know, freshwater and saltwater are two different things. Like, you can't put saltwater fish in a freshwater aquarium and vice versa. It, the water itself is different. It doesn't work. The fish won't live. Um, <clears throat> but for normal tropical freshwater fish, um, you can't really put those in the same container as goldfish. Like, they're both freshwater fish, but they just operate on slightly different principles and don't get along, etc. I don't know all the fine science behind it. I just know that, you know, of the original four goldfish, um, hers lasted the longest and got so big that it was going to have, like, one of the premier tanks in the house all to itself, for a goldfish that costs like, you know, nine cents and my sister didn't actually give two shits about. Um, and we eventually put it in, you know, we, we, we took, you know, a, uh, a blue and white cooler, like the kind you, you know, pack your beers in for a picnic. Um, you know, Coleman cooler filled it with water, got got the giant goldfish into it and took it to like the local park to put it in the lake so it could, you know, live a happy life without being constantly, you know, having to do three point turns to turn around inside its own aquarium. Um, which is, to me just seems impressive. Uh, I, I don't know why, um, that just sticks out in my memory. Um, but we had goldfish. We had a lot of tropical fish, a lot of tropical fish. We had several aquariums around. Um, dad never went the saltwater route. Um, I, 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 you know, I, I, saltwater tends to be, um, inherently more expensive, um, inherently more time and energy consuming. Um, and it's a different kind of thing. I don't know if he just wasn't into it or if it was just, you know, more, more expense and hassle than he was necessarily into. Whatever. I, I don't feel that my childhood was diminished by the lack of a saltwater tank. Um, in any way, um, but just saying that, you know, everything we had was sort of the freshwater, uh, tropical variety, uh, which was cool. Um, the aquarium situation will, will, will resurface, uh, again, later in life, uh, when I'm in Florida, but we'll, we're, we're trying to at least go somewhat chronologically here. Um, so we'll get back to that later. Um, so we had all kinds of goldfish. Uh, at one point we had little turtles. Um, I remember, um, Dawn and I got, you know, itty bitty little, little turtles, um, that as, you know, asshole kids, we did not really care for all that well. Um, you know, that's the thing with pets. Um, young people really like, oh man, I want this pet. I want that pet. I want a turtle. I want a dog or a cat, whatever. Oh, I'll take care of it. I'll do everything. And they might for like a week or two and then something else happens in their life and they just don't give a crap and it's the parent that's stuck with it. So, you know, I, I now understand why parents are like, yeah, no, I'm not getting you fill in the blank because in a month I'm going to be, it's, it's going to be my fill in the blank and I don't feel like, you know, dealing with that. Um, that, that, that shit is for real people. Um, you know, and if, and if you're, you're youngster, that is not the case. You have an exceptional youngster in that they are the exception to that rule. Um, just saying, uh, we had turtles. Um, we had newts, um, little, little salamander newt dudes. Um, I specifically remember we had one that, um, prior to us getting him had some sort of injury where like he was he was missing an eye 
Um, so of course we called him Captain, um, and I would talk to him like a little pirate, uh, because you know he's a newt who has one eye. Why wouldn't you, you know, call him Captain? Um, we had we had hamster, a hamster. There might have been a couple of hamsters. I don't remember much about the hamster. Like I remember we had hamsters. Um, I remember, you know, we had the little hamster ball thing and it would run around the house. Uh, I remember at one point, you know, trying to, you know, feed or pet or whatever the hamster. Um, and they do the thing where they take the little pellets and jam them into their cheeks. Um, so they can husk them away somewhere and store them places. And that was super cool. Uh, I remember as a youngster, you know, feeding them one time and, you know, I, I guess I zigged where I should have zagged and the little bit the shit out of me and I was bleeding all over the place um I remember there being hamsters um when we lived out in Pleasant Grove I don't remember for how long or what happened to them or anything like I'm, I'm kind of terrible as a young person where pets are concerned um I you know I don't know um birds parakeets parakeets were a thing uh, I feel like growing up we had a a I feel like there were a couple of different parakeet options through, through the years. Um, again, don't, didn't really bond with them all that heavily. Um, I remember when they would get loose and fly around the house and that was, you know, quite the panic situation. Um, I remember my uncle, you know, would, cause I guess with those, you can clip their wings. Like you can take scissors and give them a haircut, except it's their feathers. Um, and it makes it so that they can't fly, which as a young person, I just, okay, that's a thing you can do. And it keeps them from, you know, escaping and flying all over the place. You know, as an adult, I'm like, that's kind of horrifying and terrible. What, what the fuck is wrong with people? Um, cause you know, it's this creature who can fly and it's not bad enough that you're going to, you know, make it live in a cage. Um, you're literally going to clip its wings. That seems fucked up to me. Um, because it kind of is. I don't know. Uh, you know, admittedly, I don't know a whole lot about this. This, you know, maybe there's some legit therapeutic reason for it. I find that hard to believe. But maybe there is. And, you know, if I'm wrong, you can feel free to tell me about it. Um, I'm all up for being educated. Um, but, you know, on the face of it, that just seems fucked up. Um, we did not have any sort of snakes or, or uh, you know tarantulas or any of the, you know, more esoteric stuff. Um, mostly it was fish. Um, and, and the, you know, aforementioned cats and dogs. I, now that I think of it, I can't remember whatever happened to Cloudy. I got to figure that old age, I'm guessing. Um, I don't know. Um, there was a brief period when we moved to Yorkville that we acquired a dog somehow i feel like it was somebody's and they were you know trying to get rid of it and we're like sure we'll take that from you um and you know you know lady in the tramp the dog that lady is uh it was one of those dogs i want to say cocker spaniel but like i said i'm, I'm really stupid when it comes to dog breeds i might be way off and people are yelling at their phones right now saying god damn it todd lady was not a cocker spaniel or maybe she was and you're yelling at me that i don't know that Either way, there's a decent chance people are yelling at their phones right now. Um, you know, I can only hope that you're on a crowded bus, you know, bringing joy and excitement to those around you as you scream into the void. Um, and it's not being wasted on you alone in your car. Um, <laughs> anyway, it was that kind of dog. I think we actually named her Lady. Um, I don't know if Crystal is old enough or would remember this. Um because I think it was her dog, kind of. Uh, we didn't have her for long. Um, turns out she was just a a, an, a, a literal flea collection unit um, that just tore the family in the house apart with, uh, you know, the little parasitic bloodsuckers. Um, and I feel like we somehow paid her forward uh, to another family who was willing to take her on and, and, and deal with that situation, if memory serves. Um, but there was like a, a part of a summer where we had a, where we had a dog on the scene. Um, 
I'm trying to remember. We must not have had any pets when we moved to Martin's Ferry. Because I, I mean, like, of the mammalian variety. Because I don't remember any dogs or cats in that house. And, and if somebody wants to check me on that, let me know and tell me what a, what a forgetful idiot I am. But I don't, maybe we weren't allowed to have pets like dogs or cats. Um, like I said, we had the aquariums. We, we, we definitely had the aquariums. Um, and maybe a bird or two. I don't know. Um, and then I was off to, to college. No, no pets involved. And then I was off to the Navy. No pets of my own involved. Uh, like I said, I had some, my buddy and his family had, uh, had, uh, Malamutes. One of which I think was literally a Malamute wolf combo. Uh, she was, she was badass looking. Um, and cool dogs, uh, as, you know, as it, as it stands. Um, when I got to Florida, um, again, sort of a through line for me is, you know, living with family of friends, um, and <laughs> enjoying their, uh, hospitality as a, you know, lifestyle situation. Um, Kenny's folks who we moved in with, who I moved in with, um, they had a little poodle dog that was ancient, um, and again would yip and yap and have, you know, raise hell and just be generally unpleasant, uh, kind of regardless of the situation. Um, and there were cats involved there. Um, I want to say there were like there were like three or four cats because somehow they'd acquired they had cats. And there was kind of like one for each of their three children. And there was like a bonus one that I sort of called dibs on, I think. Um, when Kenny moved out, he took one cat. When I moved out, uh, you know, I took a couple with me. Because we, there were, no, there were, there were like two or three cats. Um, Skylar was the, was the one that I kind of claimed dibs on. Um, Slash was the one that sort of, you know, bonded to me, you know, in that way that cats kind of pick up a human sort of a deal. Um, and then there was one day when we were all just kind of hanging out in the back, back patio, smoking cigarettes, uh, whatnot, that this little itty bitty kitten just kind of wanders into the yard, um, and befriended all of us and didn't have a collar and we didn't know what else to, to do with it. So we sort of adopted it. Um, whose name was, I shit you not kitty, kitty. Um, because that's what we called her when we found her and there, no one else could seem to, you know, agree on a naming convention for this creature. And in the meantime, we just kept referring to it as kitty, kitty. And eventually we're like, you know what? Fuck it. This thing's name at this point is now kitty, kitty. Um, of which kitty, kitty was a good, was a good cat. Um, you know, um, I'm fond of getting pets when they're super young so that you can, you know, Train them accordingly to, you know, not shit everywhere, not claw the ever-loving fuck out of everything you own, not piss in things that you like, etc., which you can do when they're young. If you get them older, good luck with that. Um, but you get them, get them young enough, you can make that happen. Um, and luckily, we got Kitty Kitty young enough to do that. Um, she had a thing with her face. Um, like, her eyes looked like they were, never looked like they were open all the way. Um, and the best way to describe it, I'd say, was that she always looked like she was stoned. Um, I mean, clearly she was not. We weren't sharing with her. But she looked stoned all the time. Um, and so I really wanted to call her Sativa, but that did not, that, that, that didn't win. Um, and so we ended up sticking with Kitty Kitty. Um, and so when I left their place to, to move in, um, with the, the second wife, um, I took Skylar and Kitty Kitty with me. Um, they had a pre-existing cat. Um, it was a white cat who was deaf and old as hell. Um, and a cool cat. Um, and, uh, they had a black lab, which was a good dog. She was cool. She was quiet. 
Um, she was cuddly when need be, but uh, you know, if some if something was mucking around the house, that's how you'd know because you'd hear her bark because you'd never hear her bark unless there was something amiss. Um, she was cool. Um, and then right before uh, we had gotten married and I came onto the scene is when they had uh, gotten Rex, the great Dane. Um, so yeah, I got to see him growing up from a puppy and he was a cool dog as previously mentioned. Um, a year or two into it, uh, into, into the marriage relationship, etc. Um, I come home from work one day and there is this bonus dog in the house. Um, it was uh, some sort of uh, Weinerimer Ridgeback. Not Weiner. No, no. Um, was it? Yeah, Weinerimer Ridgeback. I don't know. Whatever. It's a dog. Mid-sized dog. A dog I would typically approve of. Except that suddenly there is bonus dog in my house that I don't remember acquiring or even having a discussion about acquiring it's just suddenly there's bonus dog in the house uh we are now apparently a three dog and three cat family um which i don't know well i think i think actually at that point um it was just we were down to dogs and the one cat um skylar had some medical unfortunateness um and kitty kitty we actually ended up returning back to to kenny's folks um, due to fear of a neighbor poisoning them situation that I'm just not going to get into. Um, but I think we were down to two dogs and a cat until I show up and there's this bonus dog. Um, to which I find out that, you know, she was driving and at a stop sign or stoplight and this dog just came up to her car, um, on the passenger side and kind of, you know, it was summer and the windows were down and he kind of just stuck his head in, kind of looked at her all sad. And so of course she pulled over and let the dog in the car. Um, he had a collar and she's going to try and figure out what, you know, whose he is, what he is, whatever, and just brought the thing home. Um, which points for compassion in trying to, you know, reunite this, this, this creature with its, you know, it's, it's real family. But minus several thousand points for letting a strange dog into your car, um, and minus pretty much the rest of the points you might have otherwise accumulated in bringing it home to your house, letting the kids see it and fall in love with it before your husband even knows it exists. Because um, you, you can guess how this ends, and that is, you know, the caller didn't have any actual usable or actionable information for us to find its 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 owner and what with it being in the house and the kids falling in love with it we now have bonus dog um and if you can't tell from my tone how i felt about that um you need to step up your game in that uh i was not happy um like i said i'm not anti-dog i'm anti extra bonus dog i know nothing about just showing up in my house um whatever. Um, you know, I'm not saying that caused my second divorce cause it didn't. Um, but, um, that situation, you know, the, the three dog situation resolved itself, um, by my not being in the house with three dogs anymore. Um, yeah. Um, and you know, I, I'd mentioned, um, the various oodle dogs that, uh, the folks I lived with when I first got to Columbus had. Um, and then uh, the next step is, you know, us and the cats that we've got now. So that, that takes us around on all the pets. Um, so yeah, that is, you know, um, what's creeping up on 50 minutes worth of pet talk. And I'm actually, you know, close to the office. Uh, so that worked out well. I hope that answered all your questions. Um, I guess most of the questions, you know, if you're asking about what pet I would want if I could have any pet, um, did not really get to delve into that. Um, 
I mean, the obvious short answer is, you know, well-trained spider monkey um, that I've taught, you know, to, to pilfer small objects for me that I can send out, uh, you know, to do my bidding, um, you know, fetch me dues from the fridge, um, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, obviously, why would you not do that? Um, am I going to take any action to make that happen? No, not just no, but hell no. But that's way more time and energy than I think is, is probably a good plan. Um, you know, um, unless we're going to start getting, you know, esoteric and, oh, any pet I want, really, so we can cross into fantasy at this stage. Cool. I want a pseudo dragon. Um, because those are awesome. And if you don't know what a pseudo dragon is, you know, you, you, you can, you know, check out a monster manual. Um, basically, they're itty bitty dragons that can talk and hang out with you. Um, but I don't think I'm going to go too far down that rabbit hole um, because I'm getting really close to work and I don't know how interested you guys are in me, you know, going off on that tangent uh, for any extended time. So instead, I will just say thank you all for, for joining in. I hope that was uh, entertaining for everybody. Um, I hope that answered the question sufficiently. And, uh, you know, until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas that you'd like me to chat about, you can let me know via Twitter at CastTodd or email via ToddCastPodcast at gmail.com. Keep in mind that the Todd portions of those usernames are T-O-D with a single D, even though I spell my actual name with two. If you'd like to leave me a voice message that I can air on the podcast, you can either email me a small audio file, or you can use the link in the show notes to leave a message via Anchor. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts is appreciated. Again, thank you for listening to the Toddcast.